Hello, this is Roy Lilly. I, I never really know whether to say good morning or good afternoon or whatever. Anyway, I'm pleased you're listening. Well, I thought uh, today I'd mention number 19's appearance at the Health Select Committee. I suffered it. I don't see why you shouldn't. Hesitant, fumbling, it was supposed to be about clearing the backlog. He's had the job for the best part of four months and we're still waiting for a plan. This is not good enough. It's a national imperative. He needs to pull his finger out. Number 19 has three responsibilities. Delivery of care, performance and financial management. He's got the money. How about the rest? Delivery? Well, I don't believe the NHSE board don't, don't have a waiting list busting plan. They must have. Where is it? They've been anonymous through most of COVID and the change of leadership at the top creates Simon Stevens' successor an opportunity to shine, show a sense of urgency and grip. The message that says we've got this, not stupid threats of hell and damnation for trusts who are struggling with ambulance handovers. It didn't work in 2012 and it won't work now. Leaders who can't master the basics of root cause analysis are the root of the problem. Where is the roadmap to allow the service to catch its breath, prepare and plan the way for a big push once the impact of the winter hiatus is known, along with the fallout of increasing COVID cases worsened by the lack of Her Majesty's government interventions? By the way, I see Jeremy Farah, Sir Jeremy, has quit SAGE over mask wearing and testing. Ouch. Look, there's no magic to a plan, just workforce, organisation and smarts. Skilled analysis of the data might help, queue theory doesn't. The numbers entering the queue are random, unpredictable and have a wide variability in demand. Load levelling analysis can't balance the numbers leaving. As far as I know, the NHS has no capacity plan or algorithm. We can only fall back on what we know, examine every nook and cranny of the care pathways like a supply chain, be honest about failure demand and fix it. Forensic list analysis and validation try and balance demand and capacity over a geography, not a place. Pull similar work and share staff resources. Keep things moving except for clinical need, see and treat patients strictly in order. Invest in digital first services, focus on adding value with approaches like the Enhanced Recovery Programme, a concerted effort to find out what's working well, copy it, scale it and do it, and keep patients and MPs up to date weekly. Equally important, stop the CQC turning up at hospitals and hacking everyone off by downgrading them because they don't have enough nursing staff. It hammers morale and makes recruitment even more difficult. What about the other one, performance? Well, in reality, that means workforce, and number 19 has no plan for that either. Out of the blue, he announced to the committee that he'd abandoned the election promise to increase the number of GPs in England by 6,000. The press mainly uh, missed it because they're all in Glasgow doing green. But I put a shilling on the nurse recruitment promise going the same way. On the face of it, nurse recruitment looks good. Inspired by COVID, 306,000 18-year-olds have applied. 
an increase of 11% on 2020. But somehow or other, last year, we ended up with under 35,000 joining the NMC register. Now, I accept not all applicants are suitable, but what happens to the rest of the hopefuls? Is there nothing we can do to offer them alternate ways of joining the NHS workforce? Worryingly, one in four nursing students drop out of courses, and that needs fixing. Only 11% of male. Why? What about the fact that 24,000 nurses leave each year? And trusts spend about 1.5 billion on bank and agency nursing each year. Number 19 told the committee his big idea was recruiting from overseas. Well, one in seven NHS people are from overseas and most head for London. Since Brexit, the number of EU nurses has fallen from from 7.5 to 5.5. Enticing people here is a palaver and for more experienced people, usually it involves relocation packages, housing scores and work for their partners. Whilst the long-term plan and I linked to it in the e-letter, called for uh, registration and regulatory processes to be made simple. It really isn't. There's a global shortage of healthcare workers and a worldwide scramble to recruit. Number 19 survived, I thought, soft questioning from the select committee by telling them I'm new, it's COVID and things are going to get worse. It's not good enough from him and it's not good enough from the committee. What I suspect MPs want to hear, the public will demand to know, and the NHS workforce has every reason to expect, is to hear him say, I'm on it. And I'm not sure he is. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.